appreciate everything you did to save Amber, but myself, Amber, Big Tom, Jenna, Alicia, and uh, Rupert. Rupert have agreed to stay together as a group. I can't even believe what I'm hearing. Yeah, Let me tell you something right now. That was not a game or strategy decision. It wasn't strategy decision. It was a, it nothing was a, it to was be a, angry about. It, it was a brother was. coming to another right. brother saying, friend to friend. And you know what? Right. I had my game all worked out. And if, and if I had gotten rid of Amber, do you know what I would have come in here with? I would have come in here with my numbers advantage. And I did that just because you're my friend. It had, you would have fact, for, you I, I, tried I, to base I completely, music. my oh, no. own game, I screwed my own game up. I'm sorry, buddy. I just can't believe what I'm hearing. You're asking me to screw everybody else now. You got you got yeah. more allegiance to them than you got to me. I mean, after I asking made, me for a special friend I made friend an agreement favor. with them. I asked you for a favor. It's about being betrayed by my friend. Right. It's about getting a knife in the back. Like honestly, I don't know what you want me to say, Lex. I know, like. I want you to say that you're gonna that you're gonna be true to, to the word you gave. The word I gave you. Make no mistake about it, Lex. Between you and I, and you want to put our friendship on the line, I'll put our friendship on the line over this. The word I gave you was that if I can take care of you, I will. I'm sorry, I cannot. Mezzanine sleepover. Yes, it's <laughs> fucking great. Uh, episode one eleven. Hey pals, I'm Slip with five eyes or sleep. <laughs> I'm at megamix.com on the old twets, and uh, you're right. You are listening to uh, episode uh, one hundred and eleven. And you know what? I played that clip because I feel like every episode of this show that we put out for you people is a special friend favor that we do for all oh. of you. You know what? That might be the greatest moment. Do you... I mean, for me, I mean, I know, I know that in terms of reality TV, your favorite moment is Hurricane Howie, but, <laughs> but, uh, this, this would be, this would be one of my favorite moments of all time. Describe it, uh, describe it for the marks. What's, what happened for here? For the marks. Well, okay. So it's, uh, it's Survivor All-Stars, the first, the first one. And, uh, you got, you got Boston Rob and he, uh, a couple up an episode earlier, two episodes earlier, I guess there's a merge of the tribes. And uh, and and Rob asks Lex to do him a favor and keep his girlfriend on, right? Is that what it was? They got split, and then uh, and, and, she, and and he asked him a favor. Yeah, she got she got split from her tribe. She got That's split right. and so put on Lex's tribe. That's right. So they take care of her, and then he just then he then he fucking didn't pay it back. But you know, Rob's totally in the right. <laughs> I mean, Lex is a big baby. Well, Lex, he Lex asked you for a favor. He said he'd help you if he could. He can't, and Lex is all. That, you gave me your word, and now my whole game uh, is 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 all basically gone to shit. And it's like, yeah, because you made the decision to help your friend. Yeah, when you're playing a game, like the, what was interesting was... about this was is that it kind of got you you got to got you know you start to learn in this season about how they all kind of like do appearances together and like hang out outside the show because they see each other so much. So all these all stars are getting back, and they're all they're all actually like. They actually have friendships outside of the game. Yep, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It'd be like if 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 like you, me, and two other people were playing Monopoly, and you're like, yep. you know, I I need a fucking big ass loan so that I can get rid of another person. Can can you yep. do this as a special favor? And then I do it, and then you use that money to get rid of me. Here's like, the difference. Nothing though. I can do. Here's the difference in that, 
it's like if you're playing Monopoly with someone you've known for like a year. <laughs> well, yeah, right? exactly. like I would say that I would say that you know, like a fr- like we we've, we've been we've been uh, you know compadres for a long time. I I really feel like it's like it's like a work friend. I also, <laughs> I also, and not even that, like even even lower than that. I, I would also never come to you and be like, I need you to do this as a brother, man. <laughs> The thing is, it's in the context of a game, and listen, we've we've fucked each other over plenty in games, so, you know, like, that's just how it goes. It's just these guys on Survivor back, especially back then, they get so wrapped up in the million dollars, they get so greedy. Aye, it's a million dollars of a lot of damn money. Oh, yeah, no, I know. It just, like, it honestly, comes down to greed. It's not, uh, it's not come, it doesn't come down to being Honestly, correct. like, you know, in real life, I wouldn't screw you over for a million dollars being in a game. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. watch your back. Exactly. Watch your back, man. <laughs> exactly. It's so, like the time the kid Tetris got really mad at me at risk when I fucking back when I when I went out with did dirty deeds. <laughs> and it was like I don't I you know I, I still feel bad. <laughs> but you know, you had to win. Anyway, <laughs> gonna win. I had, to win. I, ha- I had to win that game. Well, because at that point we were doing a um, we were doing some kind of a competition that we never saw through to the end. It was like uh, the, the, the 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 top Chico competition or something. So uh, this this week, as promised, we're going to be talking about Happy Gilmore. Yeah, um, we we promoted that big last week on the sleepover. Yeah, and so we're gonna get we're gonna get to that shortly. But uh, as usual, let's do some catching up. And I know you you had mentioned. Uh, I'm gonna peel back the curtain here, but we text each other about these shows before we do them. <laughs> Everybody, we don't we don't just come on and riff. <laughs> We're not scatting here, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and so you said you had some stuff to talk about, and I do too. And uh, do you want to go first? Well, I'd like to hear a little bit about your uh, your trip to Ottawa. Yeah. So uh, Ottawa. I only want. To, I really just want to talk about one part. But of course, That's, yes. I uh, I was in Ottawa this past weekend. Uh, it it happens to be Remembrance Day. I didn't go up for Remembrance Day. I just went up because I used to live in Ottawa, and yes, uh, it was a long weekend, so just an excuse to go do some things, see some friends, like that kind of stuff. Now, hang on, now now you you lived in Nepean. Come on, I <laughs> I did I did actually. Fucking yep. the Nepean's the real. Uh, so, uh, I, uh, but one of the activities was, uh, that I went over to Gatineau to see nice. a Gatineau Olympic hockey game. The Gatineau Olympic are a junior hockey team playing in the QMJHL, yep. uh, have a pretty storied history. I don't think they have yep. them. Like they're not the most storied franchise in junior hockey, but I'd put them in like the top 15 out of the, you know, the, the, the 45 or 50 team, or actually there are 60 teams almost. I'd put them in the top. They've, they've won a Memorial Cup. They've won their league's championship like five or six times. Uh, they've had a number of noteworthy players who have played for them in the past. Most notable, probably Luke Robitaille. Uh, yes. But uh, And uh, when I lived in Ottawa, which was 2003 to 2006, two of the three years I was there, they were uh, they won the championship for the Q. So it was good to go watch them. And, uh, and they were great. They were a great team. Uh, the QMJHL is. You were there. You were there for the uh, for the uh, jersey color change too, I believe. Uh, and the name change, which is one of the fun things That's about right. going to games. So they, of course, used to be known as the Hull Olympic, 
And uh, the first year, when I first arrived, they were just closing out a season as the Holo Olympic. And then the next year, they became Gatineau Olympic because they took the uh, towns across the river from Ottawa and they amalgamated them. And, yes. uh, and they call it all Gatineau. So... Uh, yeah. So I go back. Uh, QMJHL hockey is is more high scoring uh, than the other two leagues for the most yep. part, um, and yep. uh, a little bit faster play. So it's uh, it's it's always exciting to watch, and uh, it's even better because you know I've seen a lot of games in the Maritimes, including a lot in October. But there's nothing like going to see hockey in Quebec. Yep. It's just kind of a char- no, right? it's kind of a charming experience because you know. Yep. It's all en français, right? And there's just all all uh, those nothing like français. All those great little quirks. So going to this game, they play at the Robert Gurton Arena. It's 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 a dumpy arena. Like for people that live in uh, Winnipeg, and probably the only yep. like the three people that listen to this. If you've ever been yes. to like the St. Mattel Arena, it's kind of yep. like that, except with a few more <laughs> seats. Like seriously. Awesome. You know, the concessions consist of like fries and slush puppies. And, you know, do you really need anything more? And oh, and also, fucking, it's all uh, hot dogs that are all—they uh, put them in a fucking piece of Wonder Bread that's all toasted. That's disgusting. <laughs> hey, listen, I, about 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 les frites, are they avec sauce? Uh, I don't, I, I don't know if they had avec sauce as an option. I'm sure uh, everything in Quebec is with avec sauce, really. Avec sauce, yeah. Uh, of course. But anyways, the thing about these games is that there's all these kind of quirky things that happen, and. I haven't yeah. been to a game since 2006, so going back 11 years later, it's all... Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a long time. It's all, nothing has changed. So, here are the Ooh. things. Here are the things. Yeah. Okay, one, the fans still chant, go, hull, go, at the games. Well, why not? <laughs> it's all it's not been, it's, it's all not been the name of the town for, for over a decade, and the team. So but they don't chant, go, Gatineau. It's still, go, hull, go, all the time. <laughs> Uh, their their mascot is a panda bear. His name is Hully. <laughs> so good. Uh, he used to gyrate his hips at people back in the day. He yes. stopped doing that. Yeah. So he's, oh, he's so he's he's kind of toned it down and he and he's behaved himself, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the highlight of these games yes. is Hully may yeah. be the official mascot. Yep. But the unofficial mascot of this team is fucking Miner. Yes, tell us about Miner. So Miner, when we first started going to games, again, like over 10 years ago, we noticed that there was this fucking dude that would go to games. He'd be in like a, an autographed jersey. So like he'd be in either, you know, Gatineau or a Hull jersey. Tons of autographs on it. Uh, yep. Older dude, like probably back in the day in his 40s, now probably in his like early 50s. You know, yep. kind of baseball cap, kind of like, kind of a dirty looking guy, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um... He'd always wear he'd always wear a baseball cap, and the first yeah. thing that we would notice backwards, is right? backwards, right? Uh, backwards, sometimes forward, sometimes backwards. Ooh, it mixes it up. Okay. Yeah, uh, and the first thing that we would notice is that when he would celebrate, he would take his yeah. hat off and then all throw it in the air with one hand and then catch it over and yeah. over again, and then awesome. he would add in fucking little gunshots. So he'd throw <laughs> he'd throw the hat in the air, shoot off his little guns, and then catch the You're hat. Down, yeah. Perfect. Then he'd look around at the kids sitting by him and encourage them to do the same thing. <laughs> Y'all, come on, of course. throw your hats. So he's a pie piper. Uh, he would. He would, he used to also raise the roof. <laughs> nice. But uh, so, anyways, uh, all sorts of exciting stuff with minor. We used to speculate. We were like, "Is it? I bet you this guy is like rich." Actually, that's not true. We were me and me and this guy Jeremy were talking about another guy who we worked with, 
and we were kind of speculating like you know i think was I, that was that dry slap uh it was not dry slap Okay. You know Jeremy. Jeremy was. I, that's right. You know Jeremy. Uh, the other guy was. Yes, I do. The other guy yes, was. The other guy was long hair. Who we worked with. So. Long hair. <laughs> of long hair is Pete's fame. So. So one day me and. And Ottawa Freddy, right? Uh no. <laughs> so me and me and Jeremy were at a Gatineau game, and we were talking about long hair, who worked uh, with me at, uh, at at my job there. Yes. And and we were like. You know, I, I just have a feeling that he doesn't, like, need the job, that he's independently wealthy. And yeah. and some dude sitting in front of us turned around and he's like, are you guys talking about Miner? <laughs> <laughs> so I like I like the idea in my head that Miner is, like, some fucking, like, some, like, independently wealthy dude that all just dirties it up and goes to <laughs> junior That's hockey great. games for fun. So this dude, <laughs> so anyways, I go to this game this weekend and I'm like, I wonder yeah. if Miner will be there. So I get there. And and the first period starts, and I'm like, I'm more interested in finding him than I am in the game, and <laughs> and he's he's fucking nowhere to be found. I'm like, oh my god, like he's not here. I'm sitting on Is one side of the arena, so I go and I sit on the other side of the arena, and I'm looking around again. And I'm like, doesn't seem to be anywhere. Ah, I'm like, maybe he died. Like I don't know, right? Yeah, yeah. So then all of a sudden, like near the end of the first, Gatno gets like a five on three. <laughs> Yep. And all of a sudden, out the corner of my eye, I'll see a hat flying into the air. <laughs> <laughs> and I look across, and it's, ah, he's all right there. <laughs> the light shot spotlight on him oh, from the I, heavens. I fucking moved over and sat, like, two rows behind him. And, and now, because you, I've told you about him, but I sent you video evidence of this dude. So this dude, yeah, yeah. so here's what he did at this game. So he's still throwing the hat. Yeah. Uh, he's still shooting the, the hat in the air when he, when he throws it. Yep. He at intermission he will walk it's it's like this the seats go up from the floor like you walk in on the floor and then you go up. So he walks along yep. the floor and just points at fans and waves like again like he's a mascot except that awesome. except that he's not. He'll be like hey wave, <laughs> hey wave, you know. Then then he sits down. Uh so a couple of other things that he did. At one point and I sent you a video of this, he all yes. points at like the announcer who's sitting in the booth. And yep. fucking out of his pocket pulls out a comb and all starts combing his hair and then showing the comb to the announcer. Like, hey. <laughs> so that's great. Also. Uh, what did you say to me? You said something like he pulled it out all slow like a heel. Yes. No, like a wrestler. Like he all, he did it. You know, wrestlers have to make big moves yeah. because they need that's the right. whole arena to see yeah. them. So he pulls yeah, it out right. like it's a grand gesture. But. That's the, right. But okay, that wasn't okay. the only gimmick he was carrying. Oh, okay. When the referee would fuck up, he oh. would pull a pair of glasses out of his pocket, nice. hold them up, and then gesture like, eh, glasses, ref, These are yours. glasses, yours ref, and then awesome. he'd wave them around and look at the fans, glasses, <laughs> so by the way, the fans who didn't care, like no one, no. <laughs> no pop, no nothing, but he would just do it, then he'd all put the glasses on <laughs> and point at the ref. He also, at, at one point in the intermission, is walking along the bottom part of the arena. This dude passes him wearing the visiting team's jersey. He all gives the, gives him, like, a what the fuck once over. He's all, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> and uh, and also, fucking, he, he all had a, he, I guess, I don't know if he drinks booze, but he had a big-ass uh, bottle of Pepsi with him. He nice. would all un, un uh, unscrew the lid of the Pepsi, fucking give the big American pie cheers to the ice rink, and yep. then fucking chug it. Oh, <laughs> you know, you don't put down like half the bottle. 
<laughs> fucking minor. You know what? It's a $16 ticket to go to these games, and even if the team stinks, that's well worth the price of admission. Minor's there. That's amazing. So anyways, yeah, minor. I'll That dude deserves a Wikipedia page because well, he's amazing. Well, maybe the maybe the sleepover have to uh, take care of something. Give, we, give Miner the, the tribute that he deserves. You know what? And he deserves a tribute. And I, I mean, it's funny and it's it's like it's goofy, but I fucking fully endorse this behavior. It's fucking great. And you know, it's just been going on for so long. Like, I mean, he's he was yeah. there obviously long before I was there because fans knew know him by name. They're like, oh, fucking Miner. <laughs> it's Miner. Uh, M I N E R J. Space M I N E R on the back of his jersey, yeah. number so, seventeen. So if, you, if any of our listeners know Jay Minor, uh, hit us up on on the twats at at Mezzanine Sleepover. All and, right, uh, let us know. All right, to you. We put our multitude of 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 listeners to to the task, and they always deliver. Yeah, so someone you, will know. If you're one of our listeners in the Gatineau area, bonjour le Sleepover Mezzanine, uh, salut, salut. <laughs> So speaking of Hawks, you uh, mentioned in your in your in your text to me that you had uh, some 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 other hockey thoughts. I'm saving those for next episode when we do music. Okay, you're gonna save them. Yeah, we'll do music videos episode. and hockey talk for me. For uh, next episode. Yes. That's a great idea. Music yeah. videos. Yeah, I just thought really? of that. I just thought of that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, yeah. um, so I wanted to talk quickly about one thing that I found. Uh, I found interesting and i think uh, i think you'll enjoy so this past uh late last week on on twitter there was uh kind of a little discussion thread started i think through bruce arthur of the uh where is he now toronto star anyway and um it was about canadian tv and so uh people were you know you know get you know people would post about shows and you know the people would pop and whatever so this one this other journalist uh what justin mcelroy from i I think bc all put together a giant tournament all copying our gimmick going yes yes but it's all 64 shows all in brackets and i thought i thought i could I, i i of course voted all the way through because i'm excited I believe that you can find it uh i think on his blog it's justin mcelroy.com mc E-L-R-O-Y.com. Justin, before that. I won't spell that. And um, you can find this tournament. And uh, here's... I'm just going to pull up these brackets because he's got it into four categories. Um, he's got uh, into children's bracket, miscellaneous, comedy, and drama. And there's some, there's some great matchups here. Uh, in the children's matchup, I mean, you got... And I think they rank them, too. 1 to 16 in each bracket. So it's all the number one seed on children's is Friendly Giant. Up against you can't do it on TV. Oh, I've got it open. All right, go. Uh, yeah, uh, we got uh, we got uh, number two seed, Mister Dress Up, against the Edison Twins. We've got uh, number three seed here is the Raccoons against some show called Forest Rangers. I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. Either. Um, Fraggle Rock against the hilarious House of Frightenstein. Now that that that's interesting. I was disappointed to see all the votes Fraggle Rock was getting because. Hilarious House of Frightenstein. We have to do an episode on some on, on some of those eps. I'm I, telling you. I also I, it's thirteenth seed. That's way too low. Absolutely. Um, and because this is not just I, I don't know what it is. It's not just like it wasn't just like some Toronto thing. It was everywhere. I mean that was on every fucking week here. Um, number five seed was Fred Penner's place against Sharon Lois and Bram. We've got uh, uh, you. 
Are You Afraid of the Dark against Student Bodies. <laughs> that was a great fucking show. Uh, where's number seven? Bre- my favorite, Breaker High. Up against Reboot, and currently Reboot is throwing Breaker High a beating, and that's egregious. <laughs> I mean, Breaker High, a show about high school on a cruise ship. <laughs> it doesn't get much better than that. Uh, and, and, got, so, uh, and so Canadian, by the way. Just the high school cruise well, ship. Made in Canada Canadian. with Canadian actors, but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a Canadian specific show. No, but it, they were talking shows made in Canada that were that 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 ended before 2012. So that's the criteria. So there's some newer shows, but it's there like there's no uh, 22 minutes or anything because it's still going. Um, Polka Dot Door against today's special. Uh, today's special. <laughs> you know and, what? Uh, my, I believe that's it for the kids. The my kids first bracket. comment about this bracket. Where's where's fucking Harrigan? Did Harrigan? You ever, did you ever watch Harrigan? No. What is that? It was a show from Kingston, Ontario, uh, that that was broadcast in on Sundays, and you could get it in Winnipeg. And it was about this dude that fucking dressed up and danced around like a leprechaun. Nice. And it was a oh, typical. It was a typical show where like kids would send their like shitty drawings, and he'd show them on TV and stuff. Nice. Anyways. That would be like There's that would... a few other ones that I'm sure, and I'm not totally sure if they're Canadian. So, but there was Canadian made a lot of Canadian made cartoons, and you can't put you can't put everything. You gotta you gotta get a top sixteen. I understand. All right, what else have you got? Um, I'll go over to comedy. Um, on the comedy side, hang, oh, hang on. There's two. There's two graphics here. I got I got to open the other graphic. I can read it if you uh, can't here. find it because I've got. There it we go. I got it. I got it. Number one seed, obviously. I mean, my pick for the whole tournament, kids in the hall. Up against double exposure, no idea. Um, the second seed here, we've got SCTV against uh, another show I don't know, The Trouble with Tracy. Um, number three, we've got, uh, where's the fuck is number three? There it is, uh, fucking Corner Gas <laughs> against Little Mosque on the Prairie. I voted for Little Mosque on the Prairie. I've never seen it, but fuck Corner Gas. <laughs> I fucking hate that show so much. Hate it. Um, number four, Trailer Parrot Boys uh, uh, is currently thrashing Being Erica. Of course. Uh, rightfully so. Uh, the fifth-ranked seed here, we have got um, King of Kensington against another show I don't know, Slings and Arrows. So I, of course, voted for King of Ken- Kensington, which, listed as a comedy, you know, I don't know. <laughs> um, let's see. We've got Red Green Show against Made in Canada. I chose Made in Canada because I hate Red Green as well. Uh-huh. Here's what I don't know. Where's Mike Bullard on all this? <laughs> no Mike Bullard in, this, in all of this, this whole bracket. You know, so, um, let's see where, here. where's Bundy's Late Night Review? Exactly. <laughs> where's uh where's uh Natalie Pollock's show? You know what? You could have her show. you could have fucking the fucking thirteen MTN version of this tournament just in Winnipeg. It's all <laughs> the Western Hour against Kids Club. Fucking yeah. and fucking <laughs> Bundy's late night review against I don't even know. Environmentally speaking, I remember <laughs> or the one with the two ladies with the organs who would yeah. play the fucking music. Oh Jesus. Uh, moving along quickly here, we've got uh, Kenny versus Spenny up against a show called The Newsroom. That is not the Aaron Sorkin version. No. Uh, and we've got, uh, what else do they rank here? Royal Canadian Air Force against Codco. Now, to vote against Air Force. Air Force was like, it was like the comedy show of your parents. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it was just like, I would watch Kids in the Hall and my dad just didn't get it, but he liked Air Force, so. That we had, we he had that going for him, and uh, and that rounded out that bracket. So a good a good solid comedy bracket. All right. The drama bracket. We've got uh, number one seed, the littlest hobo, 
going up against Night Heat. Uh, we've got number two seed Beachcombers against My Secret Identity. Um, oh, so it's, got, uh, is that second show about a bunch of people on Twitter? <laughs> a lot of Jets fans. Yep. Hey, I'm one of them. Uh-huh. But you know what? At least I have a pod. At least, hey, I have a podcast. I, I put it out there. You can figure out who I am if you really wanted to. Um, and also, by the way, all, all, all of my all of my awfulness and, and I'm such a bad person and all my trolling is about a fucking hockey team. Yes. <laughs> Get the fuck over it. Um, the three seed, Degrassi. I mean, and, and you know, and this is, of course, it encapsulates all three. So it, it, it covers kids at Degrassi Street, Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High. Not any of the, the imposter stuff. Um... Rotav and Lee against ENG. I would argue that the, 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 uh, those got... top, at least those top three, should have had buys to the second round, like Hogan, you know, Andre. They're style. really the Hogan and Andre of this tournament, Gorilla. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Anna Green Gables against my personal favorite, seeing things. That fucking crazy ass intro with the dude with the glasses, the bald dude. All he can all he all's premonitions to solve crimes. And uh, we've got uh, Danger Bay against Flashpoint. Flashpoint, of course, is the uh, one with the dude from the headstones. Oof. Fuck that. Danger Bay all the way. And uh, we've got Da Vinci's Inquest against Street Legal and then Due South against North of 60. And that rounds out that. Then they have the miscellaneous bracket, which, of course, is uh, is just a hodgepodge of various things. We've got the number one seed Street Sense. Classic. Uh, against uh, Walk with Yawn. <laughs> awesome. Of course, Street Sense is, is the best. Wayne and Schuster against Bumper Stumpers. You know what? <laughs> that That's that fucking game show with where you had to... Like, like uh, basically do, like, Wheel of Fortune gimmick on fucking license plates. Well, and they were... The bumpers were I, all I, mixed I up. They were all mixed up, and you'd have to fucking guess them. And by the way... You'd have to... Get, that's right. As that's soon right. as they put this in, one of my first uh, questions, and there are two of them, because I'm not seeing them here, so okay. I'm just going to spoil it. One is... Where the fuck is Kid Street? Not on there, no. Number two, where's Supermarket Sweep? I know. It's all I people know. running around a supermarket loading their carts for fun. Yes. How about Talk About? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there's none of that. So then, of course, the mini miscellaneous bracket is all over the place. It's got some matchups. All right. So the, the number three seed, this is an interesting matchup. We got, uh, it's kind of a... Not quite really a show, but we got the Heritage Minutes up against the Hinterlands Who's Who. I'm going with Hinterlands. So this should be an interesting one. Hinterlands has the What's better that? music, so I go with Hinterland. It does. And you learn about animals. Now, Heritage Minutes, of course, you learn about uh, history, but you often get poor acting. Well, I learned so I'm about... going to go with Hinterlands Who's Who as well. I learned about Flint and Benty Flonatin. Was that a heritage now, minute? Is that, was that a heritage minute? Or was, I oh, think that it was. Been, that might have been that something else. NFB. That, that wasn't NFB. That was NFB. The heritage minutes ones I kind of think of like those really poorly acted kind of. They talk about the Underground Railroad or fucking John and McDonald or something and they have actors. Anyway, so so that's that's that was the third seed against the uh, 14th seed. We've got uh, this one's a good, this one. We got Body Break at number four uh-huh. up against something called Tele Francaise. So I don't really know. Um, Body Break, of course, is terrible. And how, again, this is on there as opposed to some of the great game shows. I don't understand. <laughs> but again, it's it's a, still a fun thing. Um, we've got uh, the Alan Thick show against Jonovision. I mean, first of all, the Alan Thick show, what? Jonovision? I was probably too old to watch that, but it had a pretty long run. So 
that that's I think that's winning pretty handily. Um, we're wrapping up here. We got uh, they were saying there was some uh, one one of the the sixth rank was like various PSAs about like um, like safety for kids up against NFB shorts, which the shorts have to win. Uh huh. I mean, you have got any cream. The fucking log rider. I mean, come on. How's that? How's that listed? How's that ranked eleven? Anyway, um, to wrap it up, reach for the top against front page challenge. Don't know. And then Don Messer's Jubilee against the Tommy Hunter show. Oh God, the Tommy Hunter show. The kind of thing where you're just like, oh, this is what's on. You know, another comment about this list. Um, and I get it because aside from Quebec, we all kind of share these shows, but. You know, French Canada, French Canada. You just know there are some fucking great shows out there. I can't imagine how how amazing some French Canadian shows are. I just imagine, like for example, Music Plus being much music but with more nudity. Yeah, well, you could you could see Dis-moi, Dis-moi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I sometimes I would put on like uh, RDS from time to time, you know, and listen. Or, or you know, like, uh, or, or listen to uh, listen to, you know, the news sometimes en français just to see what's going on in Quebec. But uh, I never really got into some of the shows. I mean, some of the kids shows. I remember being encouraged to watch some of them from time to time. But like, I, I was at home. I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to speak French. <laughs> I'm not interested in speaking French. I'm, I'm not. I'm not at school. So, so. I, are we going to piggyback off this tournament for the next uh, little while and uh, and talk about how it progresses? Of course, we probably should. <laughs> like it's our own. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so it's where our do, tournament? Where do people you go? You go again? vote in each in every one. Just go to that the, the Justin uh, McElroy's website. Uh, you can find it. Just search it and go vote because it's uh, it's pretty fun. All right, JustinMcElroy.com. Uh, Justin, yes. I won't spell it for you. M C E L R O Y dot com. Perfect. All right, there you go. I, uh, they, they, you know what? I, I'm I'm mad that the sleepover didn't come up with a, a tournament this amazing. Ah, uh, so am I. This is fucking great. We would have had little clips. I know it would have been fucking great. We would have like six people voting. It would have been fantastic. These guys have like thousands of votes. It's all us. We'd have like fourteen, and we'd be so pumped. Well, unless we like we posted like Wayne and Schuster, and then one of the the person that run their account on Twitter reposted it for their fans. Exactly, and, and you know win. what we. Yeah, well, and if you had any Winnipeg Jets content, people go crazy in this city. Oh, terrible! Uh, uh, shout out, by the way, to that that that. But this is uh, we're recording this on the night that we're posting it for the first time in a while. Um, shout out to the Bombers for losing uh, last yesterday. Terrible game, just an absolute. And you know, and 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 to see them run a, a two point conversion with no time left on the clock when you're when you've lost, it's like. You know, that's the, you see this in the NFL and you see it in CFL, like coaches all just trying to, you know, be able to say on their resume they didn't lose by that much. And it just disgusts me. <laughs> you should have just walked off the field and just say, we're not even going to try a convert because we fucking lost. Well. Two-point conversion. You know, it's their And pride. the Edmonton Come guys on. are just like, fuck it. Let them take yeah, it. Yeah, give it them. If they, I was the opposing team. They lost team? by five, but really they lost by fucking 23. Uh, yeah, and, and shout out to uh, the, what, 6,000 empty seats at the stadium. That's pretty good. Well, I didn't go. I, I mentioned on Twitter, I'm a real fan who supports their TV rights deal. So, you know, I'm going to watch it on TV. Hey, you know what? You know, we got to make sure that these teams get a cut of the uh, of, of TSN's uh, of the TSN pie. I don't care that the place didn't sell out. All I'm saying, though, is don't, don't, you know, we're so quick to point out in Winnipeg when other uh, places have empty seats. 
Just saying. Yep. Like that Toronto yes. that Toronto game is gonna have some empty seats next week. A lot of them, and people are gonna be like, "Look at that!" And it's like, well. You know, the Bomber is kind of like one of the only two shows in town and a playoff game that you rarely get in your new stadium. Hmm. So I would like to say about, and I agree with you 100%, I got to say about the CFL, um, really, as I, I, you know, because I'm a grown-up, I, you know, as a grown-up, I get probably, I'm a little less passionate about sports mm-hmm. um, as, as, you know, some people are. Uh, I probably used to be, but I still have that burning hatred in my heart for the Rough Riders, and you know, I just saw it coming, when it's like they all cross over, and they're gonna fucking win the Grey Cup, and the Cajun man is going, and he's gonna be so happy, and I'm gonna be so mad. Hey, go Riders. I, got, I, I goddamn hate it, and I have one other thing to say. Alright. I had to explain to my son this weekend, because he asked me, what Eskimos means. And the way <laughs> I had to explain it, and the way anybody would have to explain it, should tell you, that you, you, you shouldn't have your sports team named the Eskimos. I know, right? He's like, what's Eskimos? I'm like, well, it's a word that, you know, white people used to call the Inuit people. And it's it's uh, it's not. And I know that's not exactly how it went. But in, in recent history, that's what it's been. It's a derogatory term. And yeah, they named it after that. And, uh, you know, yes, they should probably change it. So and you know what? There you if, go. If you're um, if you own the brand, like if you're the owner of the Eskimos franchise or like the same with the Washington Redskins. OK, like. Yep. I get that there's there like I'm not saying that you should be resistant. You really you need to change the name. But I understand the motivation to be resistant to it because you have monetary stakes in the game, right? Yes. But if you're a fan, fuck it, stop crying. Like like seriously? Like it's true. You know, I get if you're, you know, if you're worried that they're going to give the name the, the team a terrible name like the Polar Bears. Then yes, <laughs> then I would understand that. But you know, if they came out like let's just say at some point, jet became an offensive term for whatever reason. Yep. If they yep. came out and they're like, we're gonna call it the Falcons, or we're gonna call it the Eagles, or we're gonna call it, you know, whatever, it'd be like, yep. okay, fine. Like, still the same yep. hockey team. You know, hopefully we get some new jerseys that look okay. And yep. again, like I'm a little, you know, give it or you know what give it a shitty name but have it make the playoffs and win a playoff game in 16 years and that I'll wouldn't take, that be nice i'll take that trade exactly so I, you you summed it up perfectly but but well people done. people aren't just protesting it like you see some fans out there and they're like on twitter they're like no oh, fuck you if you're gonna change the name it's like you're the you're, whole thing you're that now. mad like you're that mad about it that, that yeah. you would that you would cuss and swear and like get so upset and it you know there's there's a lot of things on Twitter worth getting like really upset about and discussions about changing the name of your sports team are just not one of them you know and I kind of liken it to you know like think about it this way if if your team uh, before the if somehow you had a team that was named the cunts before that was a a, 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 a vile <laughs> word. Like you know, just fucking change the name. It's 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 not it's not a good name to have. No, it's not. I like how someone asked the question to Brian Bowman, the mayor. Now I'm not a, in any way a mayor, an apologist of this mayor at all in 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 any way. But he got asked a question, and that's you know because he's he's a he's a he's a he's a he's Métis, and so they asked him, and he was like, well, yeah, they probably should change it. An honest answer. And people went fucking nuts. It was amazing. You know what? Brian Bowman had a pretty good week on Twitter with that other counselor that was crying because he didn't call it a Christmas tree. So I'll give you some inside info. Okay. Um, I uh, 
we had uh, taken my son to play with a friend from his old daycare uh, back in the day, a couple of years, maybe a couple of years ago. And so we ended up sitting around a table with a bunch of parents and some other parents of friends of this boy's sister. And I'm sitting there with the with the counselor in question. Uh-huh. <laughs> what a fucking black hole of, of anything. Just a complete <laughs> just a complete dunce. And, uh, you know, the, the dudes all I guess for anybody who didn't see it. Uh, the city councillor was like mad because a poster was pushed out by City Hall to say, "Come see the lighting of the tree at City Hall," and he's all, "My City Hall, it's, at my City Hall, it's a Christmas tree," and like it was a fucking graphic on Twitter, and I loved how the, everybody went, got made fun of him, and then the mayor's all just like. I can't even remember what he said, but he was all, of course, it's a Christmas tree. He was like, he's like, well, we didn't specify Winnipeg City Hall either, but you know what it is. <laughs> like, we didn't say it, but it is. It's just, so who I'm so it, tired of this. These are adults talking about this stuff. I know, fucking babies. Like, it's amazing. Like, at least you know who you just don't need to bother with in life. With this, like, it's kind of a nice filtering system. Where you see this and you're like, okay, like I don't need to take anything this person says seriously because it's it's like they're just telling you like there's something wrong with me. There's, oh yeah, there's something absolutely. really wrong and messed up with the way I think about things, and yeah. I don't want to transact in any way with people like that. No, not at all. Um, he wouldn't. This this city councilor wouldn't like coming down my street. We we've got our Christmas stuff up already because um, I want to get ahead of the snow, and uh, it's all. <laughs> So we've got the two Star Wars inflatables and like a like a little strobe light showing Star Wars logos. <laughs> that's our that's that's our holiday spirit. Well, it's all the Star Wars house, and you know what? Don't care. And I go out of my way now to say Happy Holidays, just to hopefully so that one day someone will get mad at me and I can just laugh at them. Yes, exactly. That's uh, what it's come to. I don't even say Merry Christmas anymore. I'm just like Happy Holidays. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just to be a jerk, and the thing is, uh, you know, really, I mean, but you you're know, not you, being a jerk. You're giving. I know, a... I'm not. That's the thing. I'm just hoping that somebody gets upset. That somebody will take it upon themselves to be offended by that. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> it's fantastic. Well, well, we'll get we'll get more into that when we have our holiday show. Yeah, I'm sure we will. <laughs> Can't wait for to talk about holidays on the sleepover. Oh, it's so good. By the way, speaking of holidays, um. Shout out to everybody who has kids in school today but had the day off. That was amazing. <laughs> nice. There's, not, there's nothing better than your kid has to go to school and you all go home in your packs, sit around all day. <laughs> Fucking best. Anyway. All right. Should we talk about the main this event. movie? Yes. Yes. Uh, so we've, we've talked about this movie a number of times over the last 110 episodes. Yes. But we finally figured, you know what, let's sit down and give it a, a fucking full-on review. And uh, the movie that we're talking about is Happy Gilmore. Ah, uh, yes. Happy uh, Gilmore. Uh, so Happy Gilmore uh, was released in 1996, February 16th, 1996. Yes. Uh, on a budget of $12 million, it, it made $41 million at the box office. So a, a commercial success. And many millions more uh, uh, through uh, various channels, DVD. VHS, you know, streaming services, Blu-ray, TV syndication. So yeah, it's it's a it's a money maker. Uh, and uh, starring Adam Sandler, uh, written by Adam Sandler and Tim Hurley. Excellent. And uh, it's um it's a movie that we enjoyed yes. uh, quite a bit. We were at the time pretty big Adam Sandler fans. 
Absolutely. So I was nine. I was uh, eighteen. You were seventeen at the time it came out. Yes. And uh, we went to see it at the cheap theater a dozen times. Uh, I, at least. So I went. I went with my uh, orchestra at the time to Grand Forks. Yes. And one night it was like we're going to go to a movie. So we went to Happy Gilmore. Yep. And I came back home and I'm like, everybody, you have to see this. <laughs> you you have to see this flick. And so no. we did. So many times. It would it would got to the point where we'd be hanging out and be like, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. Want to see Happy Gilmore? All right. Amazing. <laughs> like, I, I swear, I probably, I think I saw it eight times in the theater. Absolutely. I believe I, 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 I mean, part of me remembers that we saw it 11 times. But, you know, that might be like me just kind of. You know, uh, inflating that in my in my in my memory, including a but time, it was it was a significant amount of time, including a time where we went to the cheap theater to see it. It was sold out, so we bought tickets to Twelve Monkeys. Yes, and then went to Happy Gilmore <laughs> and sat in seats. They were oversold. Yes, amazing. Um, Happy Gilmore. Now, you might be thinking, for those of you that have seen it, especially if you've seen it recently, you're like, really, Happy Gilmore? And I'll be the first to say, you're exactly right to think that. It's oh, not, for sure. I mean, it's not a bad movie. I still really like it. But obviously, <laughs> obviously it's not go, you know, a dozen times worthy at all. No, it's not. I how how I haven't watched this in many, many, many years before I watched it. I, I didn't even know. I was, I was glad it was on Netflix because I didn't have it on DVD or anything. Um, so I hadn't, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. And of course, like anything... Uh, upon repeat viewing now, I was kind of, there was, for a lot of it, I was like, oof, <laughs> not, not so good. But, uh, the, but the high points are definite high points. Um, and, uh, it stands as, and again, this is not a, this is not a lofty pedestal to put it on the, on, at the pinnacle of an Adam, Adam Sandler movies. Yes. Or, and I'm talking Adam Sandler movies that he kind of created. Cause he's been in a couple of flicks that were pretty decent that, he was just an actor in them, but um, as far as stuff that he's produced, well, I would this would be kind of the pinnacle. I, well, and I would argue that the ascension to that pinnacle spanned two movies. There was Billy Madison, and then there was Happy Gilmore, and yep. now it's just been downhill ever since. Oh God, yes. I mean, well, that Big Daddy was pretty decent. It was all right. Uh, the other ones. What deeds? Case point to tell you to tell you how much we love Happy Gilmore. God, are we excited for Waterboy? Oh my God! Yes, that we is right. We were like, "This is going to be the greatest movie ever." Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> it was not. It's uh, a bit of Captain Insano in it, but anyway. All right, so uh, Happy Gilmore. Let's. Let, I guess we'll get right into it. Let's do it. Uh, Happy Gilmore is stars Adam Sandler as Happy Gilmore. <laughs> yes. Uh, and Happy Gilmore is a wannabe hockey player that finds uh, some skill at the game of golf. That's essentially the, the fucking plot of the movie. So we start the movie off. Uh, we immediately get some Tuesdays Gone, which is great. It's a great... I mean, we start off... Is it is it the best, like, first line in a movie ever where it's like, ever since I, I was... I can't remember what the exact quote is, but it's, I love playing hockey. Ever since I was a young boy, I loved hockey. <laughs> and it's got Tuesdays Gone, of course, Leonard Skinner. Uh, and it's it's a classic intro with the old movie kind of feel. But with a lot of terrible gags. So he tells a story at the start to kind of get, get everything set up. So uh, the story is that his dad taught him how to shoot. He loves hockey. 
Yes. His dad taught him how to uh, have a wicked slap shot. Yeah. Uh, he is a terrible skater. Yep. Uh, they go to see Terry O'Reilly play hockey, but the game that they show is clearly not NHL. Like it's not only is it not the Bruins, it's not the NHL and it's not the AHL. It's like some minor league hockey game. Of course. To go see Terry O'Reilly. Yep. Who, you know, at that time would have never been playing at that league. Uh, his dad died at a hockey game from an errant slap shot. And not just an Aaron slap shot, an Aaron, Aaron slap, slap shot to the video camera he was holding. Yes, that's right. <laughs> they were fucking bootlegging the, the minor hockey game that they were at. Basically, the intro to this movie is told with a narration with clips from old home movies. Yes. A classic trope. Uh, and, um, yeah, so what ends up happening is the puck flies right at the camera, breaks the camera, and, yeah, he's dead. So he uh, he is sent to live with his grandma. Yes. And his grandma answers the door, and she's in a Gene Simmons mask, which I'm sure pleased you. I, You know what? I, I hate Kiss, but uh, that was funny. Uh, so then he talks about when he grows up, how he's got a bunch of odd jobs. So he's like a gas station attendant and a you know works as a construction <laughs> worker. And the running gag is that at every one, he finds a piece of equipment and, and makes it like his cock. Yes, because of course he's posing for these videos. Yes, and yeah, he makes he makes big fucking dinks of the things he's holding, uh, at one which of his, we thought back then hilarious. At one of his jobs, he gets uh, canned because he nails his boss, Mister Larson, with a nail gun. Mister Larson, who <laughs> is again, a very large man. Yes. Uh, so, but then he says, of course, he says, of course, he doesn't. He doesn't want those jobs. What he actually wants to do is to play hockey. All I want to do is play hockey. So then we uh, now we get the start of like real time. Present day, yes. Uh, and we start off uh, with Happy at hockey tryouts. And the first thing that I'm thinking is, yes, like is this is this a professional hockey team? Like, like yeah, what is he trying out for? Like, because he's saying he wants to do it as his job. He wants to play in the NHL. Yeah, but so, so is he's he? At, he's at open tryouts. He, for for who? I don't know. You know, so that, yeah, my very first thought. Also, he's very bad, obviously. Now, now again, it's some kind of team based out of Waterbury. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's some kind of Waterbury team in some kind of a league. But again, yeah, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of rough-looking players out there uh, with a lot of rough-looking equipment. My favorite part about this whole scene at the start of him trying out is that there's good attention to detail where Happy is wearing uh, clearly like a like a like a I would say pasted on number that doesn't match the number on his helmet and that's some nice little touch. <laughs> so I do I will give it you know the credit due for for some good uh, you know like set design on that and some good costume design. So the idea here is they're again they're establishing he's he's a rough player like one of his one of the gags he says is that at a hockey game he took off his skate and tried to stab someone. So he's basically a goon with a good slap shot and no other skill at hockey, which, you know, is really, is really like, you know, basically if you took away the good slap shot, he's essentially what the Jets look for on their fourth line. Or their third line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways. It's worse than me, by the way. Yes. So he gets cut and the coaches are fucking total assholes to him. I know. It's so weird. They're just like he's no, like you tackling. didn't he's like you didn't call my number and they're like oh we didn't well better luck next year and they all laugh at him and so he pummels them and I kind of think well they they kind of asked for it 
that fucking coach, I hated him. So I was glad he he jerseys the coach and 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 beats the shit out of him. Yeah. Good, uh, good work, Happy. Yeah. So he's cut from the team. So then we get our first Subway product placement. Uh, yep. He comes into his apart. He comes into his uh, apartment, and he's got Subway, and he tells his girlfriend, "You know, I brought Subway," and she's leaving him. She's in the process of packing up and leaving. Yes. Uh, she leaves. And he- it's some terrible acting, by the way, and writing at that point, because it doesn't make sense how anybody would leave the way she left. <laughs> it's all like. Like he's like, hey, what's up? You want some subway? She's all no, and she's all mad. And then it's like, she kind of leaves him, but she doesn't really say it. And then she's like, bye. <laughs> and it's like, how long have these guys been dating? Clearly, they've been living together. Yeah, I know, right? It's it's again though. It's a, attribute that to the Sandler writing, right? Yeah, exactly. Really, you get a female character, and there's there's nothing to it. Uh, so he's trying to coax her back over the intercom system from his apartment to the outside, and there's a gag because he's basically like dry humping the intercom system. And, and remember, this is a, a a popular movie gag. You know, like the kind of gag where, um, like, when you pick up a phone and, it, and when someone hangs up on you in a movie, it immediately goes to you know the beeps. Yes. Um, this is the a popular movie gag where you can apparently like call out on your intercom. Yes. At a, an apartment block, which makes no sense. Yeah. So Never then, happened. So then we get a classic Sandler ga- uh, gag where it'll show the move. The camera will show him talking into the intercom and then it'll cut to the outside scene. And there'll be kind of this, this a cast of characters assembling around the, uh, around the yes. speaker, listening to him being a dick. Yeah. And so he's uh, alternating being a jerk, but then asking for forgiveness. Yes. And eventually what happens is uh, an, an elderly Asian woman answers the call and, and comes upstairs. Yeah, after, of course, he sings Kiss You All Over by Exile, which we featured a couple weeks ago on the sleepover. Yes. Uh, so the next morning, he wakes up and he gets a call um, that he's got to head over to his grandma's house. That's right. And as he leaves, the Asian woman is there in a hockey jersey. So she stayed the night. That's, that's that they uh, did apparently it. funny. Yes. Uh, so he goes to his grandma's place. Yeah. And his grandma is getting evicted. And yes, her house is going to be repossessed by her, and, and all her possessions by the IRS. She owes uh, $270,000. She hasn't paid her taxes in 10 years because she has no money. And I'm thinking, how is he learning about this now? Like, yeah. I get that he's I, an irresponsible guy, but it's established that his grandma is the most important person in his world. And he'd do anything <laughs> yep. for her. Yep. And, and it's just like, she, she... And the other thing, too, is like, she didn't... She just just made the decision not to pay them. Like you, you feel sorry for her because she's an elderly woman, but at the same time, it's like, well, she was aware she wasn't doing anything, and she owned the house. I know, and she's all, I would have paid them, but I didn't have any money. And it's like, well, you owned a house, and I get it. You don't want to lose a house, but you know, you got to make some tough decisions. <laughs> exactly, you got to think. <laughs> you got a house. <laughs> you got a responsibility. Exactly. Oh, Sorry, wrong, wrong movie. Uh, so they tell him, you know, the house is, uh, it's not going away just yet. He's got 90 days to figure out how to get the money. Yeah. Uh, so in the meantime, grandma has to stay somewhere. Which kind of doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. They have, oh wait, no, they have, no, they've repossessed the house. They should, they have 90 days to pay before they auction it off. That's right. That's right. So they own the house so she can't stay. So she goes into a retirement community. He takes her to Silver Acres rest home. Uh, when, they, when they are driving up to the rest home. There's like zombie like old people walking around the outside. 
And like so right the, away, right away you yeah. see this and you're like, why would you put your loved one here? Exactly. So first of all, Happy's in his jalopy. Yes. Because <laughs> of course he's got some kind of a terrible jalopy car. And they're driving on the sidewalk. <laughs> yes, they are. Again, another another little funny thing. Yes. I gotta say, there's a lot of little funny things in here that really work, and this is one of them. They're just for no reason driving on the sidewalk. I guess I'm happy Gilmore. I don't know. That's what I do. Uh so uh he checks her into her room. Oh, we forgot. They had zombie like um zombie like uh residents. Also a lady jumps on the hood of his car begging him to save her. Yes. And he dumps fries on her. Yes, he does. And again, Still makes a decision to leave his grandma there. Of course. So they uh, they go to her room, and she's just kind of unpacking and getting settled. Yep. And uh, the door knocks. Ah, uh, yes. And uh, in comes Hal L. Hal L. <laughs> One of the best characters in movie history. Uh, this is uh, Ben Stiller. Yes. In a in a porn star mustache. Yes. Uh, and As he... an orderly that works at the retirement home. Yes, so Hal L is there, and uh, with or he's Happy... a manager, or nor... I don't know exactly what he is. And uh, Happy's uh, with Happy in the room. He's all super nice. Oh, we'll take care of your grandma. Blah blah blah. And yeah. there's now a, 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 another scene that made me laugh. So yeah. Happy is is gonna leave. Yeah. And he goes up to Hal L, and he's like, Oh yeah. He's great. like, this la- that lady is very special to me. So if you could take extra good care of her, and he fucking pulls he out goes... a one dollar bill. <laughs> So good, because I stopped at them all. Is this is that a twenty? Nope, a dollar. <laughs> a dollar. Uh, so good. Hal L says, "I'll take care of that special lady for free." That's right. Uh, so Happy Gilmore leaves. Yes. And uh, you could you could say the line if you'd like. <laughs> well, the the gram, grandma Gilmore um, asks, you know, because it's nap time, asks if she can have a uh, a glass of warm milk because it helps her sleep, and immediately Hal L turns evil and says I'll give you a glass of shut the hell up <laughs> which is you know what honestly a way over you saying now but back then was pure fucking gold it was one of the first times it was used and yes used yeah. all the time now the other thing that I loved about this line yeah. is that he says it and in the yeah. theater when we would go see this Yep. The regular reaction across the theater was kind of like shock like people were like not I wouldn't say a gasp Yes, but people's reaction was like, "Oh fuck!" Like, yeah, he's a yeah, exactly. Dude. Well, it's, it's a turn. Except for us and people who we went to the movie with, cackling with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so then he uh, he threatens Grandma to do what he says, and uh, she is in his world now. Yes. So Happy goes back to the Grandma's house, and the movers are taking a break. And during their break, they bring out some golf balls. And, and a golf bag and, that were in the house. Yeah, so his grandfather's, his uh, his deceased grandfather's uh, golf clubs. Clubs, yeah. And they're going to hit balls, and, and, you know, in the front yard. And uh, and they're fucking terrible at it. Yes. Like, the first dude takes a swing, and it's it's worse than, like, a golf swing I would do. And then Happy, <laughs> Happy, Happy kind of is annoyed because he wants them to get moving, and he laughs at them. And then the guy's all cocky. He's like, well, if you could hit yours further than mine. And I was like, I'd take that bet. <laughs> I could, I could, I could kick it further than yours. Yeah. So Happy's like, okay, well, if I hit my ball further than yours, then you know you'll go back to work so that I can get back to watching my hockey game. So I guess he's at, he's at the house with them until they're done, and then he can go home and watch his hockey game. I guess so. I guess so because it's certainly not he's going to go back inside and watch hockey because I don't know. Anyway, I just assume that's what it was. So 
Happy, of course, steps up. Uh, and, of course, you get to see the first time his ridiculous swing. Yes. Where he takes, like, two steps and fucking uh, blasts the ball all the way down the street and hits a man in a yard. Yes. And so, and they estimate at that point, they're like, that was like a 400-yard drive. So uh, I don't know how they estimated that. So then he's it like, went, it went easily three blocks. Yes. So I don't know where they where they got four hundred <laughs> yards from because of course you don't just see him hit the ball. You then get point of view camera shot of the ball flying through the air, which is a terrible fucking shot to use in a movie. It's just bad. But anyway, so uh, uh, so clearly they, more than four hundred yards. So then they keep betting him. They're like, you can't do that again, and he does it again and again, and ends up getting paid up. Like he ends up winning like forty bucks out of it. So he realizes at that point, he's like, wait a second, like I, this is a way to make money. Yes. So we cut to um, a driving range. Yep. And Happy yes. is at the drive, and he's driving golf balls and, and telling people, like, if you can out, you know, if you try to outdrive me, and obviously if they can't, he, he collects the money, right? So it's his little scam. Now he says this, of course, with one, another great line from the movie. Uh-huh. Come and come and... Come and whatever, try your luck against the great golf ball whacker guy. Yes. That was great. So, uh, meanwhile, while this is happening, uh, there is a golf lesson going on. Uh, there is a yep. woman who is terrible at driving the ball. and Oh, just horrible. And sitting in a chair, her disinterested golf coach, Chubbs. So this is uh, Carl Weathers in a classic role. Yes. And he's reading a golf digest that I swear my dad had. <laughs> it would have been probably from 1994-95 when this movie was being made. Probably late 94, early 95 or whatever. We fucking had that. I was like, I know that cover. So yes, little little tidbit of information from your pals on the sleepover. And he's uh, he's completely disinterested, telling her she's doing great when she's not. Yeah. So he's kind of like the golf, the old golf pro uh kind of turned trainer who couldn't give a shit about anything so he's uh but then he notices happy and is immediately interested in that now in the meantime uh some of the marks who are surrounding happy are like wow like you should play in the waterbury open (laughs) and uh happy's like oh yeah it sounds like a good idea Oh, uh, we fucking did that a lot, too. Yeah, gave the big thumbs down, which we mimicked so many times, including a time where at the movies, I said that I would not see the movie Stuart Little ever. And well, what you did was Stuart Little trailer came on. Yes. And you went, yeah, I'm going to see that movie. And it yeah. got a, it got a, kind of a good pop in the theater. It got a good pop, yeah. Uh, Stuart Little, of course, went on to make tons of money. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's not a bad film, actually. <laughs> so, uh... So Chubbs uh, heads over and Chubbs he's, Peterson. Yes, and he's excited and he tells Happy, like, you've got a special talent and I'm gonna teach you golf for free. Now, why would he te- why would he make this offer? Why wouldn't he ask for a percentage? Yeah. When like, he starts winning money? Like, like what, isn't that the point? Yeah, like I don't understand what his motivation is here. Like I don't know. And there's no point in the movie where he's at, where he's like, Okay, now that I've taught you, if we're gonna keep this going, I'm gonna take a cut. Yeah, he never no. takes a cut. He just, out of the goodness of his heart, because I, he sees something in him. But the thing is, he, well, yeah, I, again, you would think he would go, you know what, listen, I'll train you for free, but, you know, you're going to make money, and all all you need to give me is 10%. Yes. Uh, no, nope, so, nothing. I'm going to train you for free. So then he says, of course, that uh, he used to be a good golfer, but uh, he couldn't, he got kicked off the tour. 
And Happy's <laughs> like another great line. And Happy's like, well, is it, oh, I'm sorry, is it because you're black? <laughs> and Chubbs is like, hell no, damn alligator bit my hand off. <laughs> and at this point, I have to say, they're up till this point. He's all throughout all the scenes where you see him, he's concealing his hand behind the magazine. Yeah, so you or don't, behind his back. Yeah, so you don't see his wooden hand. So he's got this wooden hand. And he does the big... We Again, another thing we used to do would be always, you know, hit... You know, you do the big shoulder whack. Yep. With the fucking wooden hand. Yeah. Classic. So then he's just tapping him with his wooden hand and freaking him out as he talks to yep. him about how he lost his hand. An alligator bit his hand off. There uh, you go. So uh, eventually... Um, you know, Chubbs, you know, Chubbs says you should go into the Waterbury Open and make some real money. Yep. And Happy Gilmore, when he hears the term real money, is like, okay, you know, because the Waterbury Open is a golf tournament and the winner gets to go on to their, again, their version of the PGA Tour. Yeah, the the Pro Tour, apparently that's, you get your tour card by winning the Waterbury Open. Yes. Um, now, by we, winning it? No. Uh, is it winning it? Uh, yes, you have to win it. You have to, oh, that's right. He has to win the Waterbury Open. That's right. Uh, right after that, when he decides he's going to do it, because of course, happy throughout the whole movie, I'm a hockey player. Yeah, that's he's got his hockey stick out of the trunk, and he's playing with a tin can, and fucking all knocks Chubbs' hand off onto the highway. Yes, and then and he's it... all, "Don't worry about it. It's made of wood. Real sturdy." And then a truck runs over his hand twice. Yes, it does, and so his hand is crushed. Um, this whole um, golf sucks. I'm a hockey player. Gimmick gets really old with me fast. Oh god! It's just constantly him commenting. He's like, "Well, I play hockey." What's interesting is a complete lack of knowledge that most hockey players play fucking golf. <laughs> and especially also, if you're on the Winnipeg Jets, because you get extra fucking time every year <laughs> to hone your game. By the way, and also that he's really bad at hockey. Like, if I you're that big a fan, you should know that you're bad at it. Well, exactly. I don't. I don't. Again, I don't get it. Like, like they don't even show him. They don't even show him like fucking fighting at least making himself useful no he's got a slap shot that never hits the net and all he does is fall around and not fight he just fucking tries to murder people yes uh happy gilmore is a fucking idiot anyway so uh so we go to the uh the waterbury open uh, uh so many great things yeah okay. so happy uh, so uh first of all um shooter mcgavin shows up he drives by in a limo uh happy gilmore uh <laughs> Thinks it might be Burt Reynolds in the... Uh, That's in the... what you said was one of your favorite things ever. Yeah, he's like, must be Burt Reynolds or something. But it's Shooter McGavin, who is the leading money winner on the tour that year. So yes. he's there as a special guest, and he does... Uh, you know, they do a little opening ceremony, and he addresses the crowd. We also... uh, I would be remiss if I did not mention the another classic line that we missed from the previous scene, where Chubb says that, uh, you know, when he's convincing Happy to come, and, and, and he's already kind of mentioned money... He tells uh, Happy that he could get he could get the gold jacket that he never got. Yes, that's right. And, and Happy, of course, says gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's true. Because all he wants is the money. Exactly. Gold jacket, of course, is what you win when you win the tour championship. So hey. uh, we meet Virginia Bennett, who is the uh, like the PR person for the tour. So this uh, is Julie Bowen, of course, who plays uh, who's on Modern Family. Yes. A completely different. Like this, she's quite young at this point, looking completely different. Yes. Uh, so the Waterbury Open, uh, he, Happy Gilmore goes to this golf tournament. He's in a Boston Bruins jersey and sweats. 
Uh, you must yes. have been pleased to see this Bruins jersey, I have to you say. You know what? Way too much Boston Bruins jersey for me, for my liking. Just too much. Uh, and uh, he gets paired up with Daniel Lafferty. Lafferty, Daniel. And Gilmore, happy. <laughs> yes. Uh, the, he gets a caddy. He gets a caddy, and he initially a thinks the caddy is... white-haired kid. Yeah, he, initially it looks like the kid. he thinks the kid's stealing his clubs, but then he's informed it's a caddy. After he tackles him. Yes. Uh, so he goes for his first swing. And he whiffs. <laughs> of course he does. And everyone kind of laughs. And Chubbs, who is there to coach him, yep. uh, tells him he needs yeah. to ease attention. Yeah. And then it's all in the hips. So he, we get the gag the where, you know, it, Chubbs is holding him from behind, moving him by the hips. And, you know, the little, like, ha-ha homoerotic scene. Uh, happy, yes. happy is like, all right, all right. And then he drives the ball. And uh, he drives it 400 yards onto the green. Everybody is amazed. Yes. But, of course, when he gets to the green uh, yep. and he has to putt, he's awful at it. He has no idea what he's doing. He, and, he, 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 he putts like he's holding a hockey stick, but really, really low. Yes. He'd probably be better if he just held it like a, like a regular hockey stick. But he also <laughs> to get down really like I, I believe Sam Sneed used to putt like that. But that dude won a lot of fucking tourneys. Uh, he, I think he five putts. Yes. Uh, and then uh, after he does it, a fan makes like some like comment about it making fun of him it's and about happy, time yeah yeah and happy comes up to him and fucking punches him and i'm thinking right there it's like you're you're everyone's just cool with this he fucking jerseys him now again let's keep in mind of course this is a comedy it's a movie it's supposed to be absurd but really yeah yeah exactly uh, you just keep going to the next hole yes uh so at one of the holes he gets a hole in one on a par four uh, and yep. by the way he 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 holes in one a par four the crowd kind of claps. They're like, yeah, yeah. And then they just move on. Like, I know. It's all such an amazing feat. Like, it's a thing that I, I, I'm guessing it's happened. Yep. But it doesn't happen. Like, let's be honest. It's a thing Not that doesn't happen. And, and so he does that. And, and kind of just people are like, all right, next hole. <laughs> Including, he does make, we did get a nice line where he says, uh, I should just try and do that on every hole. Yes, of course. That was easy. I should just do that on every hole. Because, of course, he can drive really well. What I find interesting is... The control that Happy Gilmore has on his drives. Like, right out of the gate, he's just fucking dead down the center every time. Yes, he never goes off course. He can't putt, but he's got such accurate long drives. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so uh, then we get one of many montages. This one is to um, House of Pain's Jump Around. Yep. <laughs> and it's just uh, various, you know, him doing well, then him doing poorly, and moving up the standings, and moving down the standings over the course of... What I believe is a one-day tournament. So 18 holes. 18 holes. Uh, so we finally get to the end, and they're like, okay, well, you know, if you put this in in three putts, then you're going to win. Yes. Four so, putts. In four putts or less. Four putts or less. He okay. Will, he will win the tournament. Yes. So uh, Happy does that at one point before he's uh, supposed to do it. Uh, he's told to just tap it in. Just tap it just in. Just tap it in. And at this point, by the way, Chubbs' hand has been, like, re-glued, but it's all mangled. Yes. So it's amazing. Everything he does with his hand is hilarious. So uh, he does end up getting it in in four putts, and he wins, and now he's on the tour. Yes, he is. And Virginia Bennett. Uh, again, I'd like to mention all the all the main female roles in Adam Sandler's early movies were all uh, had double V names. Yes. So this is, uh, in, in uh, Billy Madison, it was, uh, it was Veronica Vaughn. Yeah, we have Virginia Bennett. We had uh, in Waterboy. Was it Vicky Valencourt? Vicky Valencourt. <laughs> I can't remember the other ones, but but those were those were the main ones. 
and uh, I think I think maybe in uh, maybe in uh, in Little Nicky there was a double V. I don't know. So Chubbs like wants Chubbs wants him to take six months to uh, train. Yeah, and rightfully so. He's like, you know, if we protect yeah. your short game, even if it's like decent, you're going to be unstoppable. But of course, Happy exactly. Happy's only got ninety days to get the money for the house, so he's like, no, no, no I got to just make money. Yeah, I don't care. He yeah. doesn't care about winning. He just wants because he does find. I, well, no, he doesn't find it out right away. Uh, or what does he get? He I can't remember how it goes, but he starts to see that he get like two thousand dollars for winning a tournament for finishing last in a tournament. That's good enough. Yes, he does. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so uh, how we we get a shot then uh, back at the old folks' home. Hal L is making all the old people sew quilts so he can sell them for two hundred dollars <laughs> each. Uh, and Happy shows up, and uh, he's visiting his grandma. So he's kind of like you know talking to her and being like, "Oh, you know, how are things going?" Yeah. And of course, Hal is standing behind Happy, so he's yeah. in Grandma's line of sight, but yep. Happy can't see him. Yep. And Hal <laughs> L. <laughs> First of all, when Grandma's asked how it's going, he gives her the big fucking shush sign. He puts his finger in his mouth. He's yeah. like, shh. Yeah. And then he slits his throat. With his thumb, all Arnold Anderson style. Yeah, like he's going to like cut her throat if she says something. <laughs> so she's like, okay, it's okay. And then they go to her room, and he's still asking her how things are going. And then she looks out the window, and he fucking peeks out of a door, and he's all, shh. And then he fucking puts a gun to his head, like a finger gun, and pulls the trigger. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So uh, she is. So she is silent and doesn't tell yeah. Happy the truth. Um, so Happy shows up at his first uh, PGA. I don't know what I think it's called, just the Golf Association or whatever. But his first yeah. tour event, and uh, there was a reception for the pros. Pro golf tour, it's called. The yes. <laughs> so he he's talking to the pros at like some cocktail event. Yes. And uh, he goes up to, uh, there are four of them, one of which is Shooter McGavin, three others, uh, uh, three others who are wearing gold jackets, and Shooter does not have one. One of them is an actual pro golfer making a cameo. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. So Happy Happy says, (laughs) you know, oh, well, you've got gold jackets. Those are really nice. Why don't, why don't you have one, Shooter? (laughs) And he, (laughs) and he, and he legitimately doesn't know he's not burning them. Yep. But then, of course, the other golfer's like, ha, 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 you know. So yep. Shooter invites Happy to meet them at the ninth green at 9 o'clock for a secret. Yep. Secret <laughs> meeting. It's the secret of the pros. So Happy's happy to do that, and then he excuses himself because he hears the asteroids machine calling him from the game room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, so, of course, uh, later he's at the ninth green. He's wearing a suit, and uh, the prank is that the sprinklers start, and he gets soaked. The best part about the scene, though, is when he's standing there on the green and he looks at his watch and it's all almost nine o'clock. Because he needs to tell the audience watching the movie in case yeah, he forgot. It's, yeah, in case they forgot from the scene right before this. Yes. <laughs> so but again, how many times in, our, in the last 20 years or whatever have we been all almost nine o'clock? <laughs> Way so, too many times. So uh, we get the start of the AT&T invit- Invitational Tournament. Yes. Uh, when Happy arrives, there is a guy, a squeegee guy, that comes to wash his window. He gives him some money, but then the guy gets escorted away. Yeah. Uh, I then noted, I believe until the end, these golf tournaments are shown as like being one day long. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Know, they, most golf tournaments, of course, are four days. Yes. They are Thursday through Sunday. They are four rounds, uh, seventy-two holes. 
Not 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 the pro golf tour. No, not holes. not at this point. The championship is, but at this point, yeah. it, they treat it like it's one day. That's right. Uh, so Happy is told that he needs to pri- provide his own caddy. So he goes and he finds the guy that was squeegeeing. Yeah, so he gets a homeless caddy. Yes. Um, and the best part about it is, is that he goes to uh, to tee off with his caddy, and he takes a club, and they're covered. His club, his head covers are socks. He hands the head cover sock to the caddy, who then smells it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so he is paired up with Gary Potter. Yeah. By the way, two years before Harry Potter, I believe, came out, or a year, <laughs> yep. uh, is uh, teamed up with Gary Potter, Gary Potter. played by Kevin Nealon. Yes. And uh, Kevin Nealon is all, like, I just wrote he's all spiritual and shit. He's new age. He's new age. Yes. So he talks about, like, you know, there's, like, a symbiotic relationship between the ball and the green and, and the, the... And the green, and yeah. it's all, it's a circular, and it goes up and down like a, uh, who knows? Like anyway. a carousel. Uh, it, it's a it's a gag. Yes. So now this event is televised. Um, it's a nationally televised <laughs> event. So Happy lines up for his first swing, and he misses the ball, and immediately is like, fuck this shit. And, and you <laughs> yeah, get, it's, it, it's great because they don't show him. They, they go immediately yeah. to uh, the president <laughs> of the tour, watching it on TV, and, and, and you just hear the bleeps of his swearing. And that's great. So good. And he doesn't just say, like, one thing. He fucking goes off on a tirade. Oh, it's everything. He uh, when, says everything. When he's done his tirade, they do a shot of Lee Trevino not approving. Yes. Lee Trevino making cameos yes. in this movie. Uh, so then uh, he gets started, and then I just wrote another montage of golf hijinks. <laughs> Essentially. Uh, at one point, he makes a putt and then takes the golf club and rides it like a bull. Yep. That's right. Kevin Nealon uh, is is heard to say, uh, "Riding the bull, doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, working it." Yes. <laughs> uh, then the uh, finally we get to the last hole. Yep. And uh, Happy's ready to putt, and Kevin Nealon, Gary Potter, yep. <laughs> uh, is is saying to him, basically, he's like, you know, the ball has a natural habitat, and that's in the hole. <laughs> you know, his bags are packed. All you need to yep. do is send him home. Yep. He's ready to fly. He's at the airport. Send him home. Yep. <laughs> so Happy lines up the putt and he putts and he's short. And he comes up short. Yep. So he goes down to the ball and he's like, why don't you just go home? Are you too good for your home? And then he gets up and he starts swearing again. He tells the ball to suck his white ass and he's running around. <laughs> the best part is uh, suck my white ass, ball. <laughs> now, now what, what I love about this scene is that as he's ranting, they cut to a scene where, again, the president and Virginia Bennett yep. are watching on television. And yep. they're watching him cuss it. And the president's appalled. And he's like, we fucking, like, we can't have this shit on the tour. <laughs> yep. And 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 then Virginia Bennett's like, well, we've got such, like, massive advance ticket sales for the Dallas Open. Like, they're seeing that he's fucking moving, moving bucks, right? Oh, yeah, he's over. He's over, so people want to see him. So so, so she's trying to convince him to let him stay on the tournament, and then he makes a deal with Virginia where he's like, if you can calm him down, then we will let him stay on the tournament. Now, yeah. the best part about this, this conversation lasts for about two minutes. The whole time in the background, <laughs> Happy is still fucking cussing the ball on TV. <laughs> it's fucking great. Yeah. So that's, that's fucking fantastic. Uh, so he, uh, he ends up like last and gets a check though for a couple of grand. And 
when they're interviewing Shooter McGavin, who wins the tournament about it, they're like, what do you think of this happy Gilmore? And Shooter's all, oh, yeah, him. What what did he finish last? (laughs) Just, you know, and I mean, you know what? Like, Shooter's the heel in this movie, but I would be annoyed, too. Yeah, he's 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 right. He's not wrong. I like how Happy wants his check right away. They're like, no, we mail that out. He's all, well, you gave him a big one. Get me one of those big checks. And so they so do. A running gag where he piles giant checks for last place into his car. Yes, uh, it's fucking great. Yeah. So uh, at the bar uh, later, shooter. Yes. Shooter talks to Happy, and he basically tells him, you know, you can make a lot of money on these hustling things. And Happy is annoyed with him because he realizes that he's, you know, Shooter's trying to talk him out of the tour. Remember, Happy can figure that out, but he can't figure out he's a terrible hockey player. Yes. So he's, uh, so he and Shooter have a confrontation, and Shooter's like, I'd let you know. He's like, uh, Happy says, you know, I'm going to stick around to kick your ass. And Shooter says, I'd like to see you try. So Happy fucking breaks a beer bottle. Yeah, like he's no, gonna cut him. Threatens to cut him. Yeah, and shooter's like, I meant on the golf course. So yeah, that that's great too, because it's like, it's kind of like, it's like a heel begging off, but not really, because <laughs> he's like, not he obviously doesn't want to fight. Yeah, exactly. It's great. So uh, we get the line where shooter's walking away, and he says, "Just stay out of my way, okay? Listen to what I say." And Happy's yep. like, well, how about I just eat some hay by the bay? <laughs> I just may. Great line. Great. Yep. Uh, Virginia tells Happy that he can't swear and hit other players. <laughs> she she outright says, you can't swear or hit other players. And Happy is mad. He's like, so no fun. <laughs> uh, what an idiot. But, you know, by the way, the dude needs to do this so that he can make money to save his grandmother's house. Like y'all has to calm down. Yeah, and and he can't not hit people. Like you know like, what? You know what? It's all the easiest thing in the world. Like he by the way, though, as long as he doesn't hit people, not being able to control those urges. You know what? He kind of is a hockey player. Yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> there know? you go. He's very much a hockey player. There, you that we figured it out. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, they, he 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 agrees to it, and then he asks Virginia out, but she turns him down because she says she doesn't date golfers. And he says that's that's good because I'm a hockey player. <sighs> So uh, the next event, we get the Cleveland Classic. Yes. Uh, Mr. Larson is there, his old boss that he that he hit with a nail gun. Uh, yeah, and here's what I don't understand. Mr. Larson got hit in the head with a nail from a nail gun while wearing his helmet. He is now here with the nail in his head, but no helmet. How did they get the helmet off? Did well, they cut around it? I guess they cut around it. I guess so. Uh, but I guess, I guess you could do that. Yeah, that makes sense. But he right. but he still has the nail in his head. But he's but he buries the hatchet with Happy. He's like you know, I like what you're doing with golf. Best of luck, whatever. Um, yeah. and uh, and then later Shooter has a confrontation with Mister Larson where he you know he tries to call you. He's telling him he's a moron, but then he turns around and sees how big he is. Yes. Uh, anyways, the next event is the Michelob Invitational. Yep. <laughs> At this point, we established that the fans who are showing up to these events are getting a lot more rowdy. Uh, they have noisemakers yes, and beach balls, and they are uh, in, like, you know, jean jackets. Yep. They're bikers and trailer park trash. Yes. And, um, they, and they are making noise when the golfers are playing, which you're not supposed to do. And uh, Shooter is particularly annoyed and says, damn it, people, go back to your shanties. <laughs> Ah, Shooter. It's Shooter's Tour. Yes. Uh, Then, uh, I don't know which event it is, but then we get a scene where Happy hits a ball, 
and yep. uh, it goes into the mouth of an alligator. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so Happy goes to the alligator and, and he tries to take the ball out and the alligator snaps at his hand. <laughs> yep. And at that point, what, what does he say? <laughs> well, he notices that the alligator has one eye. So he's all, you only got one eye. Chubbs. Because <laughs> he found the alligator that bit Chubbs' hand off. Yes, he's like, Chubbs, you took his hand. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't establish Chubbs, when he got his hand taken out, took out the alligator's eye, which he carries in a jar. That's right. Yes. Uh, so Happy then wrestles the alligator in the water, beats him up. Kills him, I guess. Yes, kills him and grabs the golf ball. Yes, he does. Uh, and everybody's excited. So then we get another montage of Happy winning novelty checks at the different events. And you notice that as the events go on, he's actually placing better. Yeah, he's he finishing ninth in a tournament and third, I think. Uh, yeah, so it's like, you know, he's progressively making more money and, and, and doing quite well. He's getting better at golf. Yes, he is. Uh, so... We then get a shot, or we get a scene. Uh, Shooter is talking to Doug. I, 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 Doug the yes, the commissioner of the Pro, Pro Golf Tour, Doug Thompson. Yes. So Shooter is yeah. talking to Doug, and he's like, and Doug is like, oh yeah, like happy, he's great, you know. And Shooter's like, well, he's not. Yeah, exactly. You need, you need to kick him off the tour. He's destroying golf, and yep. you know he hates the fans and he hates everything that the guy is bringing to the sport. But but Doug is just like I, you know. If he doesn't break any of the rules, I can't do anything. That's right. So, of course, you know, you get the evil, sinister shooter has an idea. Yes, he has a plan. Yes. Uh, so, before the plan unfolds, Virginia agrees to go on a date with Happy. Yes. So, they go to a ice hockey rink, a Minnesota Moose ice hockey rink. Ah, big pop when I watch this back. Yes. Uh, and can, are, we, anyway, are we allowed to acknowledge that the Moose were a different team back then? <laughs> Is that allowed? <laughs> or do we just pretend they magically appeared in Winnipeg out of, out of thin air I, I with a full so. roster in 1996? I think so. I mean, people okay. didn't talk about how the Moose struggled for a while because of the poor roster that came to town, did they? Like, it wasn't their fault. I don't know. Just yeah, saying. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah, I, well, You know what? We, we Best not to talk about it. So they basically, uh, he gets, he you know, he knows the guy, the, the ice maker. And so the ice maker... Puts on like the fancy lights and plays endless love, and they skate around poorly and make out. Uh, yeah, and uh, well, well, Happy sets up the if you can if you can get this if you can take a shot from center ice and put the puck in the net. You, uh, if you miss, you have to give me a big kiss, and if not, I won't ever ask you to kiss again or something. And she scores, and then she says she didn't see it go in, and they smooch. And while they're smooching, another like goofy Adam Sandler gag. They show the ice maker a guy, like an old guy. All singing into like a a, a, a comb. At, yeah, endless, endless love. love. He's he's lip syncing to it. It's supposed to be funny. Again, just throwaway gags that are stupid. Yes. So, anyways, we get a great cut to the flag of the Pepsi Pro Am. Yep. And Happy Gilmore is paired up with Bob Barker. Amazing. So what I love here, and again, I get that this is for the benefit of the audience. So yeah. he's like, oh, Bob Barker. And Bob Barker's like, you know, I'm 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 playing with you. And Cappy's like, well, why is that? And he's like, well, it's a pro am. You get paired yeah. up with a celebrity. And I'm thinking, he didn't know this. Yeah, <laughs> like he's on the fucking tour. He's been playing for a bit now. Yeah, but and like, and he's like getting good. You, you think you know? And he has no awareness that the pro am, like, what it is. Like Virginia didn't tell him. Like yeah. explained to him before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. He didn't ask when she said it's a pro am. Like, what's that? Or and then when it's explained, wow, cool. Which which celebrity am I with? 
No, he's just surprised by it all. Yeah. So uh, Bob Barker is paired up with him. And, uh, Bob, of course, has high expectations because he, he nearly won it the year before. Yes. Or he did win it the year before. So he's excited at the prospect of playing with this uh, upstart uh, golfer. So uh, then we get introduced to Donald. <laughs> so you, you, you explain this. So Donald is a fucking dork that Shooter has hired to, um, to uh, needle Happy Gilmore and heckle him. To cause him to snap. Essentially is what it is. Now, uh, who what the fuck actor is this? Joe Flaherty is his name. Joe Flaherty, yes, from, uh, from SCTV fame. I just have to say, uh, aside from this character, uh, one of his other characters was, he was the Western Union postal worker who delivers Doc Brown's 70-year-old letter to Marty McFly in Back to the Future 2. That's right. Excellent. Well done. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's gonna he's been paid now to heckle and razz happy to throw him off and make him snap essentially and it's a great it's a great fucking little tour turn here it's it's a fantastic little um uh scene here so let's lay it out so he's got a catchphrase yep he's really just a heckler that's all he does yep so he uh, at least at this point at this point yeah happy lines up to shoot and uh donald is like hey gilmore you suck you jackass and that's it's enough so that's enough to fucking rattle happy like his his fucking perfect golf swing that's been like crystal like uh, like a fucking amazing from the, beginning. From the very he's beginning got, is he's got like extreme muscle memory yeah is all of a sudden thrown off because of this like, guy by one guy yeah you suck you jackass yeah uh he also gets bob barker's show wrong he's like oh you you know this was probably as exciting as let's make a deal that's great yeah uh so and bob barker kind of a dick yes so uh, then every time that Happy Happy is about to swing, as he's swinging, <laughs> jackass. <laughs> uh, so that's great. By the way, any other golf tournament, that guy would be kicked out. Yes, he would. Uh, Happy is putting. Yeah. And uh, Donald will say, "You will not make this putt, you jackass." <laughs> uh, Happy ends up hitting it onto the uh, onto the beach, into the sand trap, or whatever. Uh, and I thought, or think it was might have been way down on a beach, yeah. and you see Donald pop up and say, "You're gonna need a towel and some suntan lotion because you're never gonna get off this beach, just like you never got to the NHL." So good, you jackass, jackass. Yeah. Uh, so this, so Happy's really bad. Bob Barker is getting increasingly, increasingly impatient. Yeah. And, and eventually, and he he's like, you know, you're terrible at golf. Yep. So Happy fucking punches him. Yep, and they have a wrong. fight. Yeah, and this would be one of the... I believe this won, like, a best fight at a MTV uh, Movie Awards or something. Yeah, so they have it a was fight. A, it was kind of a big deal at the time to see Bob Barker and and, and Happy Gilmore have a brawl. It was it was a pretty iconic kind of... If, they, if you're going to pick one thing from Happy Gilmore, it's probably this. Yeah, and we get a, we get a point where Happy Gilmore fucking knocks Bob, Bar- Bob Barker out, and he's like, the price is wrong, bitch. And fucking Bob Barker all does the Undertaker, like, sit-up. Well, he, first he gives him the big fucking goozle. Yes. <laughs> and then does the does the Undertaker eye open. Yeah, yeah. So good. Uh, and then Bob ends up winning the fight. Uh, so Donald, after this is done, Shooter's fucking so pleased, and he's walking with Donald and paying him off. Yeah. And, and now Donald is not only, like, an annoying guy, but he's also an obsessed fan with Shooter. 
He wants to be his friend. He's like, shooter, like, you want to go to the Red Lobster and get some grub? <laughs> and and so, you know, Re- shooter kind of like, you know, he's acting like, you know, you have that friend, but he's not really your friend and you're just trying yep. to trying to blow him off. Yep. So he kind of blows him off. And I just thought, how did he meet this guy? Like, how would they, they, they become friends? No idea. Uh, but anyways, uh, so now Happy has to go to a disciplinary meeting with uh, with the tour commissioner. Doug Thompson. Yep. And yeah, and Virginia's there. And Virginia's and there. For some reason. And, <laughs> Shooter. Yeah. Why is Shooter McGavin allowed to go to his disciplinary hearing? I don't understand. It's like he wasn't it's not like he was in the pairing. No, he wasn't. But they just have him there. Yeah. So he sits in the meeting, he's taunting Happy. Yes. And Happy uh, Gilmore, come on down. <laughs> and uh they decide that they're going to uh fine and suspend Happy for a month. And both Happy and Shooter are upset at the same time. Happy, of course, because he needs to play to make the money. Shooter, because he wants Happy kicked off the tour. It's a a nice scene. It's pretty good. Uh, So Happy is sad because he doesn't know how to make the money. And he's talking with Virginia at Subway. Of course. (laughs) And he's like, you know, I'm really sad. The only thing that's going to make me happy is this, you know, sweet, juicy, meaty. And then they cut to a Subway commercial and he's and he's pitching ads for Subway. He's making he's making money through endorsements. Yeah. So he's he decides to endorse Subway. They have this really campy commercial. It's actually not that bad. A guy's like a guy's like, send one over here. A fucking sandwich right in the dude's mouth. Yeah. So that's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, So he makes the money through the sponsorship to to buy the house and uh, he gets a free Subway card for life. Of course he does. Uh, so they show up to buy the house, and they're 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 swerved right because they can't just buy it. It there's actually an auction happening. Yeah, that's right. They're they're too late. Well, they're not too late. That's what it was always. always oh, that's was. what it was the whole time. They're that's like right. they're like yeah, you have an you have the ability to buy the house through an auction. Yeah. So Happy's very confident that he's going to get it. He's got two hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. By the way, okay. So so they do this auction. Yeah. First of all, they don't know this in advance. Why wouldn't he do that research too? Yep. <laughs> Secondly, he goes to auction. He goes up to two seventy five k. Someone outbids him at three fifty k and wins. And then they see that it's shooter. Shooter is, uh, has bought the house. What a heel! Yeah, to be a dick. And he and <laughs> and 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 my first thought here is well, it's not to be a dick. He has an end game in, in mind. Okay, so here's a thought. Okay. Yeah. So Happy doesn't have... He's $75,000 short. Yep. Okay? Yep. He's on the golf tour. He's raised $275,000 in three months. Yep. He's done Subway... You can't commercial. go to a bank. He's, he's a celebrity enough that Subway will put him into an endorsement. He's on you, TV. You can't yeah. get a fucking loan? <laughs> like, yeah. No one's going to give him a $75,000 mortgage? <laughs> Like what? That's absolutely correct. Yes. Yes. It's like Shooter, the, of course, has bought it. Because the only money that you can buy houses with is the money you're walking around with. <laughs> well, so, you know, I guess it's simplified in movie terms. Uh, so Shooter, of course, has bought the house because he wants he's, he'll give Happy the house or sell it to him or whatever it is if he quits playing golf. It's fucking genius. And and initially, Happy is happy. He like he's like, yeah, I will. I will. But but Virginia's like no 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 like you you're a fucking superstar right? Yeah you know I I kind of uh, you know it's it's an interesting kind of thing because it's kind of like she's putting that whole thing on the line. 
Well, and this is where she, and I don't know if she's coming from because she knows it's not happy's dream to play golf. Yes. (laughs) Is she coming at it from a PR perspective? Because if she is, what a, what a dick move. Because Happy is ready to get his grandma's house back. He can have it. That's what he was there to do. He's accomplished his goal. But Virginia's like, no, 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 no. You're going <laughs> to kick his ass on the golf course. And it's like, what? <laughs> so Happy. But why? I thought you guys were like you together. Like, you know this is what he wants. <laughs> So, anyway. uh, so Happy eventually he decides to make the bet with Shooter. He says, "Look, if 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 I win, then I get the house. Yeah. But if you win this the 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 championship, the tour championship, then yeah. I will quit the the tour. It's really fucking stupid. Anyway. Yeah, it's a really bad bet. Like you think, obviously, right? Uh, Shooter takes yeah. the bet and tells Happy that he eats pieces of shit like him for breakfast. And Happy says, <laughs> "You eat pieces of shit for breakfast." Great line. <laughs> Shooter says, "No." <laughs> and that's an amazing line. Yeah. Well, well written. So Happy goes back to Chubbs for a crash course in golf. He My favorite part about this is he goes to beg Chubbs to be his his trainer again. And he goes in and he's and he's 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 contrite. So he's like, "I'm bad, you're good. I'm dumb. I'm you're smart, I'm dumb. You're very good-looking, I'm very ugly." And the best part is Chubbs is all Glad you're willing to admit that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, that's genius fucking writing right there. So then, Chubbs is uh, <laughs> it decides. Okay, I'm going to teach you about your short game. So he takes him to a mini golf course. Oh God! To teach him how to putt. Jesus. And basically, the running gag at this course is that Happy sucks because all of the all of the mini golf tricks are like getting to him. Yep, they're getting him very mad. And he's losing his temper and then uh, eventually gets to a clown. (laughs) And he can't golf the ball into the... The clown's got a mechanical mouth that opens and shuts. And Happy can't get the ball in his mouth. And when he finally does, the the fucking clown spits it out. (laughs) Happy's all, I hate that clown. (laughs) And he smashes it with his putter. He does smash it with his putter. So Chubbs finally says, you know, in order to get into the zone for putting... You need to go to your own happy place. <laughs> and so happy has to kind of like, you know, zone out and envision Imagine his happy place. Envision. And so his happy place has three things in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one is Virginia Bennett in lingerie carrying beers. Yes. The second one is grandma winning at slots. Yep. And the third one is a cowboy midget on a trike. <laughs> yep. Uh, Stupid. Yes. Uh, and so after that, he's able to putt properly, and uh, he's ready for the the tournament. So what he does is he makes a putt on a ridiculous miniature golf course scenario, with like it's like an earthquake kind of theme, and it's ridiculous. He banks a putt off of something else, and it goes down a pipe and rolls into the hole for a mini golf hole in one, and it's a big deal. And he says uh, he says something. Uh, I, I can't remember, but anyway, he gets very excited. So. Um, that that will come into play later. Uh, Chubbs gives Happy a gift. It is a yes. putter, but it is a, a hockey stick putter. Yes. Uh, Happy returns the favor, and he's like, I got you a gift, too. He's like, you know that gator that got your hand? I got his head. <laughs> so Chubbs opens the gift, and the fucking gator's head is in it. Chubbs freaks out, and he falls backwards out the window. And dies. And Lee Trevino couldn't catch him. No. And so Chubbs dies. Yes. Because uh, so, they cut right to the 
the memorial wreath. And yes. Chubbs' picture and his and his fucked up broken wooden hand. Yeah, is sitting there on his casket. <laughs> yep. Uh Shooter is like, well, good job, murderer. You killed a golf legend. Which, you know, is kind of true. Yep. <laughs> hey, uh, all all good heels yes. have a motivation that makes sense. Uh, Shooter also says that he's going to dedicate the tournament to Chubbs. So that's like that's such a great heel move. Uh, Happy says bye to Chubbs and all fucking gives like high fives to the wooden hand. That's great. <laughs> so that's great. Uh, so now we get to the uh, we get to the tour championship, and now this one they yes. do over four days. Yes, they do. So Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore get paired up immediately, and uh, they are shit talking each other, which really is just Happy getting the best of Shooter. Like Shooter is like, watch how it's done, and then sh- and then Happy gets it closer and is all somebody's closer. Or Happy will say to him, "You know what's pathetic? You've been playing golf your whole life." Yep, so good. Uh, so he reveals in this at this point that he's learned how to play a short game, so he's besting Shooter. Yes. Uh, and uh, in through a montage, uh, we get Happy. So uh, many montages, by the way. Yeah, we get Happy basically moving his way up the ranks, and eventually he takes the lead at the end of the third day by a stroke. Yeah, so we're going into the final round. The 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 shooter and and happier. Uh, so shooter calls in a favor <laughs> at that point from Donald. Of course he does. So. We get to the last day of the tournament. Happy launches a monster drive. Yep. And uh, they are walking to uh, the ball. Yep. And all of a sudden, speeding out on the golf course, <laughs> it's all a fucking Volkswagen. Yep. And Donald Volkswagen is driving it. Yeah. And Do- Donald is driving it towards Happy and he's yelling, Jackass! <laughs> and he fucking tries to murder Happy. Yeah. He fucking hits Happy with the car. Yep. He and goes he speeding. Into, yeah. He goes speeding away, and he he kind of plows into like this camera tower. Yeah, it's like a an ESPN tower. Yeah, the 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 car burns up. Donald goes running. You see security chase him, and uh, you never see him again. No. Happy gets up from getting hit by the car, and he's all just like, "Gotta keep playing." <laughs> and well, then, yeah. Well, yeah. And I guess in 1990s, like you know, in 2017, that dude isn't playing anymore. But you know, 1996, no. sure. You know. Sure. Why not? Yeah. So, and what they established now is that he's so hurt that he can't hit the long drive. Yeah, his 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 arm, his shoulder is is in is in a bad way. Yeah, uh, and so and then of course his short game is also thrown off. Uh, Shooter is bragging, and eventually uh, Shooter he falls back, and Shooter takes the lead again. Yep. Uh, at one point, Happy tries to go to his happy place again, mm-hmm. but now it's all a fucked up version. It's all an evil place. Yeah, so it's all his girlfriend in black lingerie with beers, yes. but then fucking Shooter all shows up in a leather jacket. <laughs> yep, pops the collar and makes out with her. Makes out with her. Then it's all fucking <laughs> Grandma in the kiss mask. All making out with Shooter. He, Shooter's all sucking on the Gene Simmons tongue. <laughs> and Happy's disgusted, and uh, he's and he's, he falls way back. Yeah. Uh, so he's all, like, he's all messed up, but then fucking Grandma shows up, Okay, so Virginia Vented is like, Happy, come see who's here. (laughs) So, like, I don't know where this tournament is held, but it's not in Waterbury. Nope. So it's all, he's not aware that his fucking grandma, you know, was was traveled out to where where he is. Nope. So she's like, look who's here. So she goes She shows up, by the way, halfway through the last round. Yeah, and then he goes over to her and she's like, you look upset. What's wrong? Oh, Jesus. It's like... 
Uh, like paying no attention to what's happened all that nope. day. Nope. Not uh, at all. So, anyways, after talking to Grandma, he goes back to his happy place. He imagines the, the nice happy place again. But then, yes. at, but then at the end of this vision, uh, it cuts to a fucking. It's all Chubbs playing a piano. So good. And uh, he's in heaven. He has both of his hands, which he shows while the piano keeps playing. Yes. Which is great. And uh, he sings, "We've only just begun." Yep. And uh, we go back to real life golf, and we get another montage. Of happy battling back. Yeah, and being good at golf. I, I love during this 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 sequence. There's this really weird, like, quick scene. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Where they, he's he's golfing really well, and then all of a sudden, it's just this close up of this fan, and he and this fan's just like, happy, the gold jacket's yours. Shooter's gonna choke. Yeah, that's a weird one. It's like what? Like, yeah, it's not funny. I don't understand why they just put that in. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh, Shooter is losing his cool, but still making shots. By the way, Happy, of course, um, went to his happy place, and it magically healed all his injuries. Yes, it did. Uh, so we get to the last hole. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, they're tied. It's a par three hole. Yep. Um, happy takes his shot. He hits the green. Yep. Uh, Shooter's first shot goes wide, and it lands on Mr. Larson's foot. So again, Happy's yeah. old boss, a super tall dude, super scary tall dude. Yep. Uh, so Shooter... Goes over to it and he asks for a drop and he's told like no you got to play it where it lies <laughs> it's like which is what? fucking ridiculous it's on a dude's shoe yeah like no that would never happen Dumb. but you know that's the what's it called the professional golf association <laughs> whatever pro or, golf tour pro golf tour so I guess that's the rules there sure so he fucking he fucking uh, you know he ends up uh, nailing it off the guy's shoe and hits the green. Yeah, rolls a little, little, little far. He's got a tough putt coming up, but he's he's in play. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Mr. Larson tells him that's two thus far, shooter. <laughs> shooter tells Mr. Larson uh, he's happy he can count, and then Mr. Larson says he can count on shooter waiting for him in the parking lot later. <laughs> so good. Um. So then, uh, shooter goes onto the green and he makes the putt. And he's away. He's away. And makes a putt for a par. Yeah, and now Happy can now putt for the win. Yeah, so he's got he's got a putt and one for the win. So while yeah. this is happening, this scaffold that's that's been hit by the car, they don't fucking clear it out. They just leave this unstable structure. Yeah, and and, and interestingly, part of the structure now is held up by the car. Yes. So fans start climbing the structure to get a better look. To get a better look. And the scaffold ends up giving way, and it crashes right in the middle of the green. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Happy is now like, well, you know, fuck, like, what do I do? And Virginia is like, well, uh, Happy is like, what do we do? And and uh, Shooter, citing his previous <laughs> shot off of the dude's foot as precedent, is like, no, 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 you got to play it as it lies. Which, yeah, in this case, is even more ridiculous. <laughs> yep. And the tour the tour commissioner is just like, uh, what can I do? <laughs> I can't do anything. So I, I made the guy hit it off a guy's foot. I got to make you putt around a fucking giant uh, scaffold. So Virginia, so Virginia says, like, putt around it, sink the par putt, we'll go to a playoff. And Happy looks but, around, and yeah. remember, he has done a trick shot at a mini golf course. Yes. So he in, he kind of looks and assesses the situation and is like, no, no, no. I think I'll just win now. Yep. 
So he fucking does this trick shot. The ball goes through this maze of scaffolds and blah, 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 blah. And he lands the putt and he wins. Yep. And uh, so he he's won the tournament. Every The crowd, you know, surrounds him. Shooter uh, steals the gold jacket. He's so good. And runs away. The crowd Putting chases, it all while he's running. That's great. Yes. The crowd chases him, uh, including Mr. Larson. I'll just now, uh, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Well, the the actor who, of course, all movie has been leaning on things because the man, the actor needs to use a cane. So it's terrible when he's running. He's clearly on like a gurney pretending to run. And he's all pumping his arms all big. <laughs> he's like. And by the way, even if that guy was like was mobile, dudes that big can't sprint. He's not going to catch Shooter McGavin. Like you're not going to see fucking big sexy running like that, right? No. Oh, no, you're not. You blow a couple quads. Yeah. So anyways, uh, so then it's implied that they catch up to Shooter, beat the fuck out of him, and get the jacket back. Yes. Uh, so we get Tuesdays Gone playing again. Yep. And Happy, Grandma, Virginia, and the caddy fucking roll up to the house, which he has won yeah. back. Yes. Uh, they get out, and uh, he they, they pour some champagne. The, the fucking bum all wants to drink it, but <laughs> yep. pauses. They fucking give a toast. Yeah. Uh, they drink the champagne, and then Happy all sees fucking like like at the end of Return of the Jedi. He sees fucking yep. Chubbs, the Gator, and Abraham Lincoln waving at him in the sky above the house. Yes, and then uh, the movie ends, and that's it. And that's Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, folks. Uh, what are we, thoughts? Uh, it, it, it obviously doesn't quite hold up, but not the worst movie. Oh no! I mean, it's not the best. I wouldn't even. It's not even close to the worst movie. It's I still like it. I still think it's really good. Oh yeah. Um, it's not close to the best movie. No. But uh, it's a fine little comedy. Uh, not everything holds up, but enough does. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. This... I, I I didn't feel like I wasted time watching it. Let's just say that. No, and, and I laughed. Out, I LOL'd many times. Yeah, you know, it's you know it's got good nostalgia, and some of the jokes still hold up. Yeah, there's, there's a few real fucking good ones. So uh, go check it out, folks. All right. So we've gone for an hour and 45 minutes. This is like a Star Wars episode. Exactly. Jesus. We did it. Well, to be fair, we talked a lot before we started talking about Happy Gilmore. So All right. not too bad. So uh, Next week, music videos. Next week, fucking music videos. It's going to be great. I can't wait to talk about them. That's episode 112. Yep. And uh, in the meantime, if you want to hear some of our previous hijinks, go to uh, mezzaninesleepover.wordpress.com for well, not you won't hear anything there, but you'll see our cyber web blog. Uh, there's links to all the to, links to all the shows and all sorts of other little tidbits. Actually, not all sorts. <laughs> just um, just a list of tracks we play. <laughs> like, and, did uh, you yeah. did you know? Did you know that Megamix records outside of a gondola pizza? <laughs> uh, um, you can uh, you can uh, direct all your comments and praise to uh, at Mezzanine Sleepover on the old Twets. And if you do want to hear old episodes, go to Mixcloud.com and type in Mezzanine Sleepover and you'll find us there. You can listen to it on your device or on your desktop, uh, but you cannot download the shows yet. But you can uh, hear the last uh, five or six on iTunes or Podomatic or whatever else we, whatever other ones. Uh, we're too cheap to purchase any space, but you know, hey, I think the last five have been pretty good. Yeah, so go do that. In the meantime, uh, I am your pal Slip with Five Eyes or Sleep. I'm at MegMix.com. We'll see you in a week with music videos. Bye. Bye.